Hey there, Amy Porterfield here. Welcome back to another episode of the Online Marketing Made Easy Podcast. Today is going to be extra good because Marie Forleo is back on the show and she is the one guest who has been on my podcast more than any other guest. This is her eighth appearance to be exact. So one secret about Marie coming on the show, we always collaborate in advance. We come up with a really good idea And then we hash it out together and get all the details together. We go back and forth a bunch to make sure that every minute you spend with us on this episode today is going to be worth every minute of your time. So let me tell you, a lot of thought and work went into this episode, and I think you're going to really find it valuable. Now, today we planned something special because we're going to walk you through the seven fears that we have personally struggled with as we've built our businesses, but I asked Marie to come to this episode with something extra special, something she hasn't done before. And that is, I said, as we walk through these seven fears, I want you to tell stories of students of yours who have faced these fears head on. And by really working through them, they've built online businesses that are thriving, profitable, and successful. So I want you to hear stories of other people who have gone before you and they've just busted past all the fears, even though they felt all of them and they've made their business a reality. So I think you're going to walk away feeling incredibly inspired and you're going to have a shot of courage after this episode because you're going to be ready to really dive in and make big things happen. That is my mission for this episode. As you hear these stories, you might think, oh no, that girl, she can't build an online business. She doesn't have the right background or she doesn't have enough knowledge or skill set, or everything is stacked against her. No way is this going to work or that idea is crazy. No, 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 not going to work. So I want you to really listen to the stories because there were probably so many times in these women's lives that they thought this is not going to work, but they still plowed forward. They still made it work. And I'm always inspired by real life stories. I want to see that it can be done. I want to hear about people that have gone before me. It gives me courage. I hope that you feel the same way. So to give you just a quick snapshot, here are the seven fears that we're going to talk about today. Number one, I don't have an email list. How can I start a business? If I don't have an email list, no one's going to buy from me. Number two, I don't have enough skills to make an online business work. Number three, it's all been done before. My market is so saturated and other people are already doing exactly what I want to do. Number four, I'm too old to be starting a business online. Number five, I want to make a pivot. I want to do something different than what I've been doing for the last five, 10, 20 years, but I'm not sure how to start over. Number six, I can't figure out all the tech that's needed to get my business up and running. Just the thought of creating a website stops me in my tracks, let alone all the other tech stuff I'll need to do. And number seven, I am overwhelmed. It's just too much. So those are the seven fears that we're going to drill down into today. And I bet that you can relate to a bunch of them. I know I can. I still can relate to some of those 10 years later after building my business. So stay tuned because we're diving into all of them. And again, Marie will be sharing not only the real life stories of triumph from students that have 
busted past these fears, but also some tips and tricks to navigate these fears in your own business. Now, I mentioned that these stories you're going to hear today are Marie's students. A little insight there. You may or may not know that each year Marie opens the doors to her mega successful, incredibly valuable training program called B-School, B standing for business. B-School is an online training program for big-hearted creatives who want to build a meaningful, profitable business online. So whether you want to turn your part-time gig into a full-time business or take your existing company to new heights, or maybe you're starting from scratch, B-School helps people at so many different levels in their journey. Now, I promote B-School each year because it's 100% aligned with how I teach online marketing and what I teach. So many of my students also go through B-School. So where I teach the step-by-step roadmap to create a profitable business, creating and selling online courses, Marie takes a holistic approach and drills down into the goals, the vision, the brand, and overall foundation building of your business. And you need both. You need to know how to craft your goals and your vision and your branding and build that foundation. And you need to know the step-by-step to build the type of business model that you want. So that's why our programs are incredibly aligned, and that's why I am a huge supporter of the B-School program. So why am I telling you this right now? Well, before Marie ever opens the doors to B-School, she always releases one of the best, a must-see experience, business building workshop. So it's totally free, all online. And she delivers it over three separate training videos. So I encourage you to check it out. Again, it's free, incredibly insightful, and I want you to take a bunch of notes. So the first training video comes out today, and you can watch it at amyporterfield.com forward slash Marie, amyporterfield.com forward slash Marie. It's so good and so free. And I will be watching it again. I do every year and I'll be talking about it a lot online. So if you want to go on this business building journey with me, then by all means, make sure you check it out. One more time, amyporterfield.com forward slash Marie. Okay. I won't make you wait any longer. I think you're going to have a lot of fun with this episode. I know I sure did. Let's do this. Marie Forleo, welcome back to the show. I'm so excited you're here yet again. Yay. I'm so excited to be with you, Amy. We always have such a good time and this is going to be our best yet. It's going to be our best yet. I just know it. And you guys know I'm a planner. So you know that Marie and I have notes. We went over the ideas. We talked about it. I actually was just on Skype with her before we started recording and I said, stop talking. This is too good. I've got to get it all recorded. And so I just cut her off and I said, let's go for it. So what people don't probably know, my listeners, is that you and I talk a lot. Like we're yes. constantly text messaging and doing voice texts and all of that because we are sharing stuff with each other, the wins, the losses, the challenges, the questions. I mean, that is so valuable to me. It's so valuable for me personally. And I think the point we want to make is everyone listening right now needs those folks in their life that they can have on speed dial. That's like your, you know, dial a friend when either shit's burning down 
or something is so good and you need someone to celebrate with who you know is going to lift you even higher. And when you're an entrepreneur, a lot of folks still, frankly, don't understand all of what we do, especially when you go into the world of online business and online marketing and how we build everything. Frankly, it's like a complete different language still to most of the world. I know when people get in, you think that everyone's doing it, but if you step back and look at the bigger perspective, it's still quite strange. So that's why I appreciate you so much, Amy. And I also just want to say this to all of your listeners, guys, I have witnessed and been around so many different people over the past 20 years that I've been doing this. Amy is one of the most talented, gifted, generous teachers that I've ever met. She's even better personally, if that's even possible than what you guys hear on her podcast each and every week, which is beyond stellar. So that just gives you a little bit of a frame on how smart you are to listen to this woman. Okay. Come on. You are the guest on my show. You are so very generous with that. So thank you for that. And what's cool, Marie, is you have seen what's happened with me over the last year. Like I've talked about it on the show a little bit. I got out of the partnership and I've been going in a new direction. I have this new program. And what's cool is you know me at my core. And I think it's important that we surround ourselves. So this is a tip for all my listeners with people that know you at your core and they know what you're capable of and they can give you that tough love when you need it. Moving on from our love fest, we are talking about fears and specifically the fears that my students feel, especially when they're just starting to build their online business. But when you and I were talking about this, you said, oh, these are not new fears, right? Like talk to me about that. Yeah. So here's the good news with our fearful, stressful thoughts. None of them are new. They are all recycled. All humans have a variation or the very same stressful, fearful thoughts. Now, here's what's great about that. Nothing is unique to you. And what's even better is they are all figure outable. So the fears that we're going to talk about today, I guarantee there's going to be at least one or two of them. If it's not the exact wording that you have in your head, it's something very close. And here's another thing I want to say, Amy, when we were going through this list, so many of these can be adjusted, even for the folks who are listening that are a little more seasoned or advanced, because these fears really do recycle back at each new stage that you go through in your business. So right now, as you know, I'm working on putting the final touches on my book. I can recognize some of these fears for myself after doing this for 20 years. So I think this is going to be a really valuable conversation, whether you're just at the beginning of your journey or you're going to that next chapter, you're going to recognize how old and tired and worn out these fears are, which gives us a leg up to overcome them. Yes. So the whole goal is recognizing the fear and then getting inspired to move past it and do things differently so you don't live in that fear and you let it pull you down. And so the stories will inspire you guys. I mean, just wait for it. They're they're so good. So let's get into it. You ready? Yeah. Okay. Fear number one, I don't have an email list. Yes. (laughs) This is where, first of all, all of us start. So I want to make this statement. We all start with no mailing list. Amy started with no mailing list. I started with no mailing list. Anyone that you admire, anyone that you're following on Instagram, you're like, oh my goodness, how the hell did they get there? At one point in time, they started with zero. Back in the day when I started, I used to carry around a yellow legal notepad to my bartending gigs, to all of my (laughs) fitness classes. And I would sign people up for that newsletter right on the spot because you were allowed (laughs) to do that in those days. Here's the second thing I want to tell you guys. 
always when it comes to a mailing list or even when it comes to followers, right? And again, Amy and I both teach. It's not about that because you don't own that connection with them. But my point is this. It's always about quality over quantity. I would rather take a smaller, more highly engaged list of subscribers over a mega list any day of the week. It's that important to focus on quality over quantity. And I want to give you um, just two quick examples of people who, if you're like, yeah, this is fine for you, Amy and Marie, you guys have got big lists. And you're like, okay, well, let me tell you about some folks who are very close to perhaps the stage that you're at right now. The first woman is Francesca Hoagie, and she's a dating and career coach in California. So Francesca went through our program, B-School, and she wrote to us and she said, hey, I didn't have a mailing list. And guess what? I did not have an online business. She didn't even have an offline business. She had no clue where to begin. She was asking herself, like, how am I supposed to get clients? How do I build an email list? How do I cut through the noise? And this is the one that everyone has at some point in their career. Why would anyone ever take me seriously? Mm. So that's where Francesca started off, right? Again, like where we all do. She went through B-School. She busted her buns. She implemented and she changed everything. So she went from ground zero to growing her email list to over 3,000 subscribers, which is not an insignificant amount. In doing so, she started creating content. She was discovered by a Today Show producer, which has led to 12 appearances on that show. And she told me, she said, I went from having a wannabe business to an actual growing business that supports her full time. So that's- So good. Isn't that cool? And she's a dating and career coach. So again, if people have it in their minds, like, oh my goodness, you can only make money if you're selling how to make money. No, 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 no. Get that fear out of your mind because it's not true. Then I'll tell you one more quick story, Amy, if it's okay. And this one is from Molly Patrick. She's great. She told us that before she went through the program, she was broke and stressed and worried that she would never be successful. By the way, I'm rewriting and editing a chapter in my book right now where I was in that exact same place that exact place feeling like, oh my goodness, nothing is working. Nothing is ever going to work. When she started with our program, she had no revenue at all. Fast forward, this is about three years. She went from zero to now having five full-time employees, a 33,000 email list, subscriber list, right? And last month, they brought in over $100,000 in sales in one month. What? <laughs> what? Wait, so what do they do? What is, what is okay. her business? So get this, right? It's not how to make money. You know what it is? She's a plant-based expert. This is all about wellness and food. So she has a company called Clean Food Dirty Girl, which is super, super fun. It's very (laughs) sassy. Her and her girlfriend got married last year. They bought a house in Hawaii. Now she says she's living a life where she's comfortable. She has money enough to give to her sweet parents to help them out. And she said, I'm no longer scared of failing because I'm winning. So. Two examples of folks who started off exactly how Amy and I did, no email list, no clue, a dream, knowing they wanted to do something and willing to work really hard for it. So if you have that fear, I don't know how to grow an email list or I don't have one. If I could ever have one, we can take that fear, set it aside because it is 100% figure outable. Yes and yes. Okay. So moving on to fear number two, I don't have enough skills to make an online business work. Yeah. And this is a really understandable one, especially for those of us who don't feel particularly technically savvy. We feel creative. We want to do the craft, 
we want to do the work. We want to help people. We want to connect with them. And I know at least I've had this fantasy, right? Can someone else just do all that really hard stuff? <laughs> right? like, my brain doesn't work that way. I'm not built that way. I've heard that time and time again. And again, I've had those thoughts in my mind. I'm curious, Amy, did you ever have this particular one? Or oh my gosh. I, I mean, if we're talking technology specifically, I tell my students all the time, I am anything but technologically savvy. <laughs> like mm-hmm. I am not techie at all. And I actually don't even enjoy that part of it. But mm-hmm. I also say, we're entrepreneurs. We figure this stuff out. You can't just say, I'm going to close my eyes and pretend it will go away and hope that it all comes together because you got to just get in there and do it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And even if it's not about technology, even if it's about kind of the day-to-day operations of running a business, which again, I've worked with people on that. I remember when I first started my coaching business, oh my goodness, Amy, I did not know how to hire anyone. I was terrified of having an assistant because I'd never been a boss. And because I started young, I also had a lot of self-doubt and fear and concern around hiring someone that was older than me and managing them and doing a really crappy job. So let me tell you Stacey Ann's story. And by the way, you guys, obviously these stories are from B-schoolers, but whether you join us for that program or not, just listen to the stories themselves because these are real humans who went from having an idea and being in a place of fear and insecurity to making their dreams come true. And I want you to be able to use that as fuel and as possibility for yourself. I'm sure people know this, Amy, but I just wanted to say it, right? That like Amy and I are so committed to people having success, whether you join us for our programs or not, we want to see more people succeed because when people are happy, they contribute. When they contribute, this world gets better. Everything improves. So just a little bit of context there. So I want to tell you about Stacey Ann, whose business is Quilted Ornaments, Patterns, and Knits. Okay. These are my favorite stories because you're like, what? Wait, what? Say it one more time. What is it? (laughs) Quilted ornaments, patterns, and knits. Okay. So Stacy's story is a mind blower to me. It always bowls me over. So she is a mom in Florida. She was selling her handmade ornaments, mostly on eBay and Etsy. And she was doing it to just make a little extra money around Christmas time. So Stacy had never graduated college. She had been a stay at home mom her whole adult life. Then tragedy struck and she became a widow and everything in her life was turned upside down. Mm. So she was put in a position where she needed to turn that tiny side hustle of an ornament business into something that could support her and allow her to support her kids. Her biggest problem was confidence, right? So this fear, I don't know if I have what it takes to actually do this. She wasn't sure that she could actually make a living selling Christmas ornaments. It seemed way too seasonal, way too niche, and definitely something that wasn't scalable. She said something really funny, Amy. She's like, Marie, I know you always say the world needs that special gift that only you have, but she was like, except for the gift of folding little pieces of fabric into Christmas (laughs) ornaments, the world does not need that. (laughs) It actually does. So anyway, she came, she did B-School. She implemented, again, she worked her butt off. Her audience began to grow. Sales of what she was selling at that time was an ebook of patterns actually started to take off. So suddenly she started to see from evidence that something she felt was so tiny and unimportant wasn't. Then she had this idea, Amy, which I think is brilliant. So she got a joyful idea. She's like, huh, wouldn't it be cool if I launched an ornament of the month club? And she will tell you this. She will say like, I thought this idea was kind of out there. Is anybody going to want an ornament of the month club? Well, guess what? She trusted her gut. 
she went for it and it started to take off. She kept going with that. It allowed her to hit her first six figure year. And then just a few short years later, she is doing seven figures and she's got a 10 person team now. She's bought her dream home, which was an old lake house, and she runs her business from there so she can be with her kids. Okay. So hold on a second. From a woman that I'm sure she you said she didn't go to college and she had been a stay-at-home mom. Now, I believe that anybody can do anything, but I'm sure in her head she thought, I didn't go to college. I never had a real big corporate job. Like I can't figure this out. And she still did it. Like that is incredible. And also, okay, this ornament of the month, my first thought would be, well, who's going to want an ornament when it's not Christmas? Right. And she still, she went with her gut that these are the things that I love when you just feel like I have to do this. I I'm going to go for it. Well, here's the thing too, like what we talk about in B-School all the time. And Amy, you and I talk about this. I'm sure you talk about it on your show. We have to give ourselves permission to play an experiment, right? So she gave it a go. She tested the idea to see if it had legs. So she had some momentum going with her ebook sales and things were starting to take off. But when she had this new ornament of the month club idea, she gave it a go. Now, if it didn't work after a few months, I'm sure Stacy would be wise enough to say, okay, what did I learn here? Let me take in that feedback and try something else. But she would have never known that it could turn into a seven-figure business unless she gave herself the permission to test. That's what I was hoping. I'm so glad you brought that up because that was on the tip of my tongue that... And let's say she did the ornament of the month club and it didn't work. Now she's that much further along to try something else or pivot. But you're right. If she didn't even give it a go because she thought, who's going to buy an ornament when it's not Christmas? She would never be where she's at in her beautiful lake home running her business from her home. Yes, exactly. So if anyone listening is feeling like you don't have the education, like you've never done anything before like this, or like Stacy said, who the hell is going to need the special gift of folding fabric into ornaments? It's like, <laughs> oh no, oh no. There are folks out there who have the same type of desires and quirks and loves and passions that you have. Yes. Exactly. Okay. That was a good one. I, I love the stories that bring these fears to life. It yeah. it makes me feel as though everything is grounded and concrete and real. So let's keep going. Number three is the fear is it's all been done before. Or sometimes you hear my market is too saturated and other people are already doing exactly what I want to do. Yes. So this is a super common fear. And I will say that as you get into the online world and people recognize themselves in this, all of a sudden, once you have an idea, you start seeing it everywhere and you start to have the belief like, oh my goodness, everyone's talking about this or everyone's already done it or people that I admire have already done it. And it's a million times better. So this is common. I still can hear the voice in my head saying this, And again, I'm doing this now two decades. So if you have this fear, you're very normal. And I just want to say it's not going to go away. There are no new stressful thoughts. There are no new fears. They are all recycled. But I want to tell you a story about a market that I think we all know is incredibly big and there's a lot of activity in it. So the health and wellness space in terms of nutrition and healthy eating, right? It is a 277 billion dollar market and it's only growing. Specifically, if you think about juices and cleanses, I don't know if you 
you know, where you live, but they're, they're probably where you are. I see them constantly. So I want to tell you guys a story about Jen Hansard and Jada Selner, who didn't let the idea that the market is too saturated stop them. So when they joined B-School, they created and launched a product right after the program. It was a $47 green juice type product, a smoothie type product. Okay. So not very expensive. In 12 days, they generated over $85,000 in sales with no advertising and no affiliates. What? Okay, so how? Like, (laughs) how did they do that? They took a lot of the ideas, the strategies, the understanding, the marketing know-how that they had just gained through B-School. They positioned what they were doing. So they were focusing on the solution. They poured their heart. They focused on their ideal customer. They remade over all their copy. And Amy, they just fucking went for it. And I'll tell you, they didn't stop going for it because those gals went on to create a multiple six-figure business with two books and over a million followers. Wow. They're great. I love both of them so very much. And they're friends of mine. So hearing their story is so inspiring. Yeah, but I want to bring it back to this idea that a market's too saturated, right? So again, health and wellness, thinking about the nutrition and eating space, it's all over. But just because people have done something, and I'll tell you this, Jada and Jen, as amazing as they are, there's loads of other successful smoothie green juice people. I mean, my best friend in the world is Chris Carr. And she's got a beautiful, enormous business that's just got a different frame on it because she's different from who they are. So here's the takeaway that I want everyone to remember. There are over 7 billion people on the planet. There is more than enough space for you as long as you bring your unique gifts, your perspective, your stories, your take on the topic, on the product, on the service. Now, if you try and copy someone else, you're going to lose. But if you stay grounded in the genius that is intrinsically you, you're going to win. If you learn marketing, whether you learn it from Amy or myself or somewhere else, but if you learn it, you learn how to write great copy, you learn how to connect with your ideal customer, you learn how to pour your personality in with confidence about who you are, you're going to win. So bringing it back, remember, there is more than enough space for you as long as you have that strength to bring the full you to the table. Uh, Yes. Amen to that. So good. I might listeners needed to hear that more than probably any of these fears. So thank you for that. I love it. Yeah. One more before we move on. Oh yeah. Bring it. But on that tip, guys, if you compare yourself to others, if you start doing shots of compare schlager, you're going down the tubes, please don't do it. (laughs) The moment you're in the space of comparing yourself to other people, I promise you will lose steam in your business. You have to be like a racehorse. You have to put blinders on. You have to have faith and you have to trust. There has never been and there will never be another you. That's not just poetic. That's not inspiring. That's based on scientific fact. Your DNA is one of a kind. It will never be on the planet again. Your DNA is part of the root of where your special gifts and your talents and your strengths and perspective come from. So when I say that the world needs that special gift that only you have, again, it's not just a platitude. That's based in science and fact. So never worry that it's all been done before, because if it hasn't been done by you, it has not all been done before. Yes. And yes, you're on fire, girl. Okay. So we're moving on to the next fear. And this fear is going to resonate with a lot of my listeners. I just know it. And that is, I am too old to be starting a business. 
Oh my gosh. Well, if we just cut that one off that I am too old, can I just be honest about this? Yes. Everyone, whether they're in their 20s, their 30s, their 40s, their 50s, their 60s, their 70s or later, we all have this thought. Right. We live in a culture that is obsessed with youth. If you're not like, you know, the top fucking 15 entrepreneurs under 15 years old, you feel like a fucking loser. It's insane. This is nuts. I remember feeling too old in my 20s. Right now, I want to slap myself. Are you (laughs) crazy? So anyone who's legitimately right now listening, going like, yeah, whatever, girl, but I'm in my 60s or 70s. I want to tell you a story in a minute, but I do just want to emphasize that this idea that I'm too old, everyone has it at practically every stage of life. Would you agree with that or not? A million percent. I definitely remember in my late twenties thinking, oh my gosh, people are so much younger than me getting onto the online marketing scene. I remember it like it was yesterday. Yes. And didn't you have those thoughts too for like the next decade? Didn't yes. I mean, like, yes. oh, it's over now. Now it's really over. Oh, now I'm over the <laughs> hill. Oh, forget about it. Now they're all coming up. Yes. And yes. And I did an episode where I talked about some things I didn't want to admit. And one mm-hmm. of them was I hate aging on video. Like mm-hmm. I am very aware that I am getting older and it's showing and I'm sensitive about that. So yes, yeah. I get it. Yes, it's common. So I want to tell you guys about this incredible woman. Her name is Alexis. She's from Philly. She is a 62-year-old artist. She signed up for B-School and told us that in her mind, what her thoughts were saying, that perhaps her best years were already behind her. Again, I will raise my hand to that. I don't know anyone listening who hasn't had that thought at least once. But once she did B-School, she said that she learned her best years are here and now and in the future. So she's an artist, again, an artist, not selling how to make money. She is selling beautiful illustrations and paintings and e-courses about creativity. She started off not having many sales. Now she's enrolling hundreds of people into her e-course hundreds of people. Mm -hmm. And she started in her 60s. We've had other B-schoolers in their late 60s and early 70s who bought their first computer ever to do the program. Stop it. No, I'm telling you, we've seen this and I fucking love it. I'll tell you this. It's a little bit off topic, but I do need to share it because it's pertinent. This whole idea that I'm too old, it's such bullshit. My dad is about to turn 71, actually in just a few weeks. Do you want to know his workout schedule right now, Amy? (laughs) I want to know it all. Okay. Five days a week, my pops, right? A little short, used to be pudgy Italian guy, 71. He does a 45-minute boot camp style circuit class every freaking day what? from 8 to 8.45. No, wait, this is five days a week, 8 to 8.45, sweating his little buns off, doing all of the, you know, jackknives, the, you know what I mean? Doing yes. the fucking burpees, all that stuff. Then in the evenings, seven days a week, he does not one but two 30-minute sessions on his stationary bike, like a boss. (laughs) I love this. This Are you serious? Shit you not. I lie to you not. This is exactly what my dad is working out harder and better than I am right now. (laughs) Age is nothing. You are never too old to follow your dreams unless you say you are. Here's one thing I want everyone to remember. The most powerful words in the universe are the words that you say to yourself. If you say you're too old, you know what? You're right. But I will tell you, if you look out in the landscape, if you look out for possibility, if you look out for people who are like whatever age, you can totally do whatever you want. If you're still breathing, you got time. That's the truth. 
Yes. What's your dad's name? We got to give him a shout out. Ron. Ron, you're doing it, man. Like a boss. He is doing it like a boss. (laughs) I love it. Okay. So let's see here. We're moving on to fear number five, and that is I want to make a pivot. I want to do something different than what I've been doing for the past X amount of years, but I'm not sure how to start over. Yeah. And this fear is a big one, Amy, because I think for most of us, right, if we've had a certain level of success, or even if we're comfortable in our careers and we have experience, we have a track record behind us, but something in our souls, that little, still small voice inside says, gosh, it's time for a change. It's time for some reinvention, right? We want to be like whomever, like Madonna back in the day when I was constantly reinventing herself. It's understandable that this fear kicks up because you're moving into uncertainty into the unknown. You're probably going to need to develop a new skill set. So this here, I think, actually encompasses layers of the others, like I'm too old. I don't know if I have what it takes, right? So a lot is built into this one. I want to tell you guys about a woman named Karen. So Karen was an acupuncturist for 20 years, but things we're starting to slow down. And I think we've all noticed that in our lives, right? Where like there's a certain aspect of something you're doing and it's not quite working for you anymore. Mm -hmm. And you start thinking about starting something fresh. So that was happening for Karen. She had been mulling over ideas for business, but she didn't really have any. And then tragedy struck. Her mom, who was like her best friend in the entire world, had an emergency surgery and never recovered. And so for Karen, her whole life was shattered in that moment. And she really took it as a signal that, okay, now is the time to start my next chapter. So Karen's story is really unique. And here's why. She signed up for B-School. And within eight weeks, which I have never seen this done before, Karen is a freaking rock star. She launched a new business in eight weeks. Yeah, no, 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 no. It's crazy. And it was uh, focusing on a breakfast food called Kanji. She had beta testers for her subscription service. She had never done anything like this before. And frankly, I'd never seen someone implement that fast. So she went from going like, well, maybe it's time to retire to actually feeling excited about turning 50 and building this brand new business. So she told us that before B-School, she had no clue like about things like SEO or opt-ins or automation, but now she's automating and optimizing and capturing leads. She's making promotional videos. And she said each day she breaks free from limiting beliefs and just goes for it. She says, as Marie says, all the details are figure outable. The sky truly is the limit. Okay. This is a good story because I think there's a lot of my listeners who they've been doing something for a really long time, but they want to do something different. And going from acupuncture to breakfast food is very different. So this is a great story. Yeah, it is. And I mean, here's the one thing I want to share. I think all of us tend to underestimate ourselves in such a big way. You know, when we're making a transition to a new chapter, we completely forget that we're bringing wisdom we're being skills and understanding, even if those skills and understanding don't precisely align or apply with what we want to do next. It's like we erase our entire life beforehand and feel like we're bringing nothing to the table. And that's so not true. So yes, while you will need to learn new skills, we all do, right? Right. You will need to develop new capabilities and new understandings and new languages per se, in terms of whether it's technology or marketing or the particular topic that you want to go into, that's fine. But don't underestimate all of your wisdom, all of your experience, all of the life skills that you're going to bring to the table that frankly, I think for most of us, right, if you've been doing something for 10, 20, 30 years, 
you cannot discount what you're bringing to the table. I'm happy to be where I am now in life. I would never want to go back to being 18 again. I didn't know shit. Right. <laughs> right? Yes. So it's completely possible for you. And one of those fears we have, you know, many more stories like it, but I love Karen because in eight weeks she was like, okay, she went from nothing to like, I got this. Oh, love it. Okay. So we're moving on to fear number six and we kind of touched on this one, but I want to get very specific about it because this fear is I can't figure out all the technology that's needed to get my business up and running. Just the thought of creating a website stops me in my tracks, let alone all the other tech that I need. Yeah. This fear is really understandable. And here's what I want to do. I want to paint a contextual picture. Amy, do you remember back in the late 90s or early 2000s? Like when I first started, all websites were hand coded. Yes. (laughs) It was insane, right? Every single thing had to be painstakingly built from the ground up and hardly anyone knew how to do it. We're living in the best time now. Even if you don't know how to figure out the tech, it is 100% figure outable. Now things are so much easier, lightning fast, drag and drop, user-friendly than they've ever been. And that trend is only continuing. So here's what I want everyone to know. If you're afraid of tech, it's nothing to be afraid of. You don't have to. It really all is figure outable. There are incredible tools online. If you wind up joining us for B-School, we have a lot of support in terms of mentor coaches and other B-schoolers and people that will never leave you hanging to dry and leave you in a lurch. But I want to tell the story quickly of Christine Elder, who, again, think about this niche. She's an environmental educator and biological illustrator. I knew that these people existed. So Christine (laughs) had spent 20 years as an environmental educator and a teaching artist. Now she wanted to inspire people to learn more about nature, but her market was limited to the rural towns where she lived. She did not grow up with the technologies available today, right? She never even considered the possibility of taking her business online, let alone scaling it globally. But after she did one year at B-School, everything locked into place for her. So now she's done B-School for four consecutive years. So she went from totally being ignorant on tech. Now she's tackled that fear of technology. She's shooting, editing, and producing nature education videos and developing a membership site for families to learn about nature through sketching and journaling all online. Okay. So these are the stories that I live for because she knew none of that before mm-hmm. she said, you know what? I'm going to make this happen one way or another. I'm going to make it happen. That's right. So she put herself in the environment. Again, our environment, B-School, you can choose anyone that you want. She surrounded herself with people, not only who believed that it was possible, but that were doing it and could show her the way. Yes. That support her in her learning that would offer her resources, ideas, and examples of how to actually do it. Again, you you can think I'm annoying as all shit. Don't come in. That's fine. I want to just instill in you that whether or not you can figure out technology is completely up to you. It is 100% figure outable. You're more than capable of doing it. The question is, do you really want to? Oh, that's a good question because I always tell my students, if you would just sit down and say, I'm going to figure this out and you tackle it, it's a lot less scary when you get in there versus thinking about it all day, thinking you don't have what it takes to figure it out. Oh, the mind is the most torturous pace to live in the world. Our minds are not designed to make us happy. They are not designed to help us feel pleasure. It's not designed to help us feel confident and capable. It is designed to have us feel afraid, stressed, 
and freaked out all the time. So that's why it's a shitty place to live. <laughs> exactly. Which yeah. actually, I'm so glad you brought that up because that leads me to our seventh and final fear. And yeah. this one is for everyone. It doesn't matter if you're just starting out or if you've been at it for a long time. It's this idea and it's the word that just kills me. I think it brings us down. I am overwhelmed. And the yes. thought of it's just too much. And yes. I want to be on a crusade for myself and for my listeners to take that word out of our vocabulary because I think it's poison. But you must hear this a lot, Marie, with your programs and everything you do online. People just get so overwhelmed with all of it. Yeah. Well, overwhelmed is a state of mind and it's a place that you can choose not to be. It's a choice that you make. Listen, I am not preaching from the mountaintop. I remind myself of this daily. So I'm in this with you. But I absolutely work on catching myself anytime that my mind and the thought appears, I am overwhelmed. I'm like, actually, no, I'm not. You know what happened? I left the present moment and I went into my thoughts about the present moment. So not to get too spiritual here, but it's really practical. Stop saying you're overwhelmed and refocus your attention and your energy in this moment. I am overwhelmed is a choice. You need to choose again. It's not too much. You're going to have a to-do list until you're powder. That's just the truth. We're all going to have things to do until we die. The choice we need to keep making, and it really is a practice and a habit that we can develop, like you said, Amy, is to not say you're overwhelmed, not to allow yourself space to go into that state of being. The trick is, if you got a lot on your plate, you might need to do like a 10 or 15 minute brain dump to get it all down on paper. So it's not kind of swirling around up there. That's fine. But in the moment you do that, you get back into engagement in this moment in doing the next right act. Because in any moment, you can really only be doing one thing. If you're talking to yourself about everything you have to do, you're actually not getting anything done in that moment. You're stressing yourself out. So it's a fear that's really common and it's a fear that's a hundred percent within your control. That said, I want to tell you guys a story about a woman named Adrian, who's a speech language pathologist and a sign language instructor. So before she came through the program, she had no experience at all. She didn't know how to create a website. She didn't know who to sell to. She didn't even know what the hell an email list was. So what she told us was that she was feeling overwhelmed, defeated, discouraged and lost. She was asking herself, who am I to start a business? Do I have to go to business school? Do I need an MBA? Am I too young? So Adrian's on the other side of this, right? Of feeling insecure because she doesn't have the experience yet. What's my first step? How would people even find out about my product, even if I could get it online? Here's what she did. She stopped telling herself that she was overwhelmed and she stayed in action. Within nine months of launching her business after she did B-School, she surpassed her monthly income as a speech language pathologist. And now she's making a full-time living doing what she loves. Wow. I love those stories. I mean, the fact that she started out with thinking, I don't even know how to make this work or what I'm going to do. But my favorite part of what you just said is she took herself out of, I'm so overwhelmed. Yes, that's right. Because she was in that same place that we all start off. I'll tell you, Amy, when I started writing the book that I'm working on now, do you know how 
easy it was for me to go into that headspace. I was like, oh, I'm overwhelmed. And again, I've been doing this. I've written another book before. This is so chronic. So if you have this thought, please know that you're not alone, but please also know that you can save yourself. Yes. <laughs> you don't have to go down with it. Okay. This is great because one thing you said was instead of staying in that overwhelm, you want to get into action. And so many of your stories that you shared with us today, that's exactly what they did. They didn't know what they were doing or how they were going to do it from the start. They put their head down and they got into action. And so that is such a perfect segue to something I really want you to talk about. And that is you have a free business building workshop that went live today at the time of this episode going out. And it is one of the best of the best business building workshops I've ever gone through. And I want you to tell my listeners a little bit about this, why it's just so valuable for them. Particularly, Amy, and thank you for that. Why I want people to go through it, A, it's free. B, because I think one of my gifts in this world is being able to take complex and often overwhelming subject matter and break it down into step-by-step pieces where people can not only consume it, but they can see the big picture and know what action step to take first, second, third, and so on, so they can start making progress. So it gets them out of that state of feeling paralyzed and feeling like there's just too much and I don't know where to start, what's the first thing I need to do, and gets them on that first step so then they can take the second and the third and so on. So specifically with the free online business building workshop, I'll teach you about the six pillars of building an online business because, again, it's a very sprawling subject, but we break it down so that you start off knowing, okay, here's the first thing I need to think through and understand. Here are the questions I need to ask myself and answer. Here's what I need to consider first. And then I can think about pillar number two. And then I can think about pillar number three and pillar number four and so on. So we have a work book that goes along with the series. Again, all of this is free. And what it allows you to do is take all of those brilliant ideas in your head, all of those potential possibilities, all the things that you've been thinking about, and puts it into a structure and an architecture where then you have a roadmap to move yourself ahead. And again, I believe so much in the power of small business. It, frankly, Amy, makes me want to cry when I hear these stories because many of the stories I told today, I have never met these people in real life. I have worked with them via vis-a-vis videos and an online experience, but it's not like I'm holding their hand every day, telling them what to do. And the fact that women, especially, and I love men, men too, of course, but that so many of these women found themselves in these places of crisis in these places of insecurity and self-doubt, in these places of financial hardship, and went from nothing to having a life they love, I feel like I'm doing my service in the world. Why am I saying that? If you take yourself through this free business building series, you will have a roadmap for yourself, whether you never learn from me again, which I hope we come and we work together, but even if I'm not your style, that's cool. I want to give you the tools so that you can fulfill your destiny. And that's what this free series is about. That's It's the starting of that path. I have known so many people who have gone through this free series and taken pages and pages of actionable notes and taken action from those notes and they've gotten real results. Like I've heard it over and over again. Yeah. I mean, we're so proud of our B-School community and our larger you know, audience. But I think what's really impressive about that is that it proves to each of us that it's possible. And that's why I love those numbers because 
folks from every different walk of life, coming from every different background and circumstance, every different set of gifts and sensibilities and things that they want to do and the change that they want to create in the world. I mean, I think that's probably the one thing that is consistent about our audience and why I love getting an opportunity to be on your show. It's like we want to work with people who not only want to make money through their business, and money is great, and we love money, and it's awesome, but they also want to make a difference. They want to use what God or the universe or Smurf fairies or whatever source you believe in, the gifts that you've been given to actually contribute meaningfully to other people. And I think that's what our greatest opportunity is as business owners. And to be able to put yourself in an environment where other people believe that, they see that, and that's what they're working towards, it really gives you the fuel to keep going. It's so true. Guys, I highly recommend you go through this free business building workshop. It is one of my favorites. You do not want to miss it. And it's for a limited time. So it's not going to be up forever. So you definitely want to check it out. amyporterfield.com forward slash Marie. Marie, thank you so very much for being here. I loved the stories. I love talking about these fears, bringing them to life and really hitting them head on. I think this is one of my most favorite episodes. Oh, thank you, Amy. And thank you for having me on again. And thanks everyone for listening. So there you have it. I hope you loved this chat with Marie and I as much as I loved it. I thought it was so inspirational because I loved all the stories. And I hope you check out our free business building workshop. The first video, The Six Pillars of an Online Business, is your roadmap for your overall business. So even if you've gotten going in your business, watch it and then check your business against the six pillars and see if you have all of them in place and you're working on each of those pillars as you grow your business. And make sure to download that free workbook that comes along with the six pillars. I think it's really good. Okay, one final thought, especially if you're on my email list currently or if you follow me on Facebook or Instagram. In the next few weeks, you'll likely be hearing a lot about Marie Forleo's free training series and her wildly popular program, B-School. My goal over the next two weeks, as you hear me talk about my own experience going through B-School nine years ago, is to help you do what I did, which is face your fears in your business, determine where you are right now, and fully clarify both the quick wins and the long-term opportunities that you need to build your business and make consistent revenue. So along with Marie's free training videos, I'm going to take you on a journey of discovering more about where you are in your business right now and exactly where you need to go in order to match up your hopes and dreams with the actual strategies that you're working on to get results. So let's go on this journey together. I think it will be a lot of fun. The first step is to dive into video number one with Marie at amyporterfield.com forward slash Marie. So there you have it. I'm looking forward to diving into next week's episode with you, which is all about building your three-month content calendar. So one of the ways to really solidify the foundation of your business is to be creating consistent revenue. And my students struggle with coming up with content ideas enough. So we're going to put together a three-month content calendar, how to do that, what that looks like, all the steps in between to help you really solidify that foundation. All right, guys, can't wait to talk to you again next week. Same time, same place. Thank you so much for being here. Bye for now.